Hey friends, it's been a while. I haven't been on here updating you guys with live counseling or my spiritual walk or my healing journey because I decided to go to school and um, I also went on vacation during the summer and honestly married life has been very busy because you know that's my first ministry and I love to keep people up to date but I gotta focus on you know what's right in front of me too because that's most important is being there for my family my husband my daughter um my family around me but um so today I am going to share something that I said I was going to share a special and I think I said that on my last episode today I want to share um something that I think would be very very helpful for somebody that is like me who has been in this position of not having the correct perspective of God last week there was an author who came to my church and he preached on having the correct perspective of God in our lives and how that impacts our walk with him that impacts how we treat others how we treat him how we view ourselves even and how we treat ourselves too like if you don't have the correct perspective of who God really is, it could be detrimental to your spiritual walk with him. So it's very important. And I just want to share with you guys um, what God put in my heart to share about it. Um, so yeah, your perspective of God is the God you experience in your life. If you're viewing God as somebody who lets you sin and get away with it and there's no repentance, you're living that life where one day you're at church and the next day you're drunk in a bathroom or something, throwing up from all the alcohol. That's not the right God of the Bible and um that impacts how sin is going to work in your life too just by how you view god so my question for you is how do you view god who is he in your life my testimony that i have is that my entire life i viewed god as condemning angry frustrated, demeaning, demanding, controlling. Maybe even at times I thought of him as my own earthly parents. Or maybe most of the time. Um, or maybe even I thought of him as pastors. Because I always looked up to pastors and I thought pastors are way up there. But they're normal people just like us. They're just trying to share the gospel. However, there are some that do have, and I will say that I have personal experience with a pastor who always preached through like that condemnation type of uh, spirit, that voice that would make me feel like I'm in trouble all the time. 
I will say I learned the fear of God. However, I also learned an unhealthy fear of God through that. But I won't go too much into detail of that because I want to stay on track with this. Um, maybe I'll share that later on as a testimony. Um, but yeah, I also I thought of God as someone who wanted me to love so hard that I had to also put up with abuse. I thought that I had to love and never give up on love for others. I went through hell thinking that I had to forgive, love, and accept people for who they were. God doesn't want us to love people and accept everything about them. That's where there's like this misunderstanding that people think what love is Love is accepting. Love doesn't say it's accepting in the word of God. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. It does not boast. It is not prideful. And it says exactly what love is and isn't if you read the word of God. So for me, I thought this entire time of my, I don't even know, like life probably since I could remember that love meant allowing people to abuse and take advantage, walk all over, confuse me, correct me. And love corrects. However, you have to know the fine line between like, you know, what is abuse what does abuse look like? What does manipulation look like? What does narcissism look like? Or these snarky comments. Like, you have to know what do these look like. Because you got to know where the devil is at. And you can't continue to allow people to just step on you. Because you're not a doormat. So, I went through abuse thinking that this person just needs more love. And I would try to love harder, but the harder I tried, the more they pushed away and the more abusive, violent they got, um, the more messy it got in my life. And I thought that, well, I need to stay where I'm at because I need to love this person because they really need Jesus and I need to show them that love. And that love was so extreme to the point where it's like, okay, at this point, I think that I'm God for this person. And I cannot do that. I cannot be this God-like complex for this person when they don't even want to recognize who God is for themselves. And they don't, they don't fully understand either because they're obviously in an abusive mental state of mind. So... Love forgives. Love does not accept everything. But love continues to love through it. Love also corrects, convicts, and teaches others that you're not a doormat to be stepped on. It also teaches others what boundaries there needs to be between you and them overstepping your boundaries or you... um 
yeah, you need to put a fine line for people to be like, okay, I cannot cross this line with her because, and they need to know it's not because you're a jerk or anything like that, but it's because you love, it's because you care, it's because you want them to know that you respect yourself, you love yourself, but you also love them and you respect them and you want them to see that. So you have to know the difference and know those boundaries, those healthy boundaries. You have to set limits to who is allowed to um, to be in your life and who can bring that peace or um, the love of God in your life. You have to be very careful. And this requires a lot of like discernment. It requires time with God. But again, you know, our perspective of God will definitely impact how we love people, how we love him, how we love ourselves. When we look in the mirror, do you see like just think about it like do you see yourself the way god sees you do you see yourself as beloved as precious do you see yourself as like a proverbs 31 woman fearfully wonderfully made a hard worker or when you look in the mirror do you see yourself as the opposite of those things I always struggled when I would see myself in the mirror. I couldn't be happy with what I saw. And it wasn't just like physical body, but like just my soul, my spirit, my insides, my mind, my thoughts. Like I just, my eyes, I couldn't look through my eyes and see joy or peace or happiness. I couldn't see those things because I wasn't loving myself. I wasn't respecting myself. I couldn't figure out why I just wasn't finding that joy that some people have when they have God. And until I heard this message last Sunday, it helped me to really open my eyes. And this week I experienced a time, a moment where I thought God wants me to do something, but it seemed pretty how do I say like it kind of seemed like I need to question this like I need to I need to make sure I need to confirm that this is God speaking to me and not just um how do I say this I don't I don't even know how to explain it very well but I had a moment this week where I just started crying because I thought I heard God say something which I think I heard him say something that I didn't want to do, but it wasn't making sense either. And I just thought, God, like, I know sometimes you ask us to do things that don't make sense to us, but I also know that there are some things that are, like, important to you. You care about them. You care that these things are um or you care about organization, you care about if we're taking care of the things that he has given us. And I felt like something was kind of extreme. And I thought, God, like, there are due dates, and I need to do this. Um, why are you asking me to do this, something else? 
So what I was thinking after crying it out was I have the wrong perspective of God. And the reason I say this, I don't I'm not trying to like expose my little moment with God, but the reason I say this is because I had a moment where I was crying and I thought, God, this seems kind of extreme. Like, is this really you? I need to know, is this you? Or am I feeling like, am I hearing you in such a way that seems too extreme? Like, is this Old Testament, New Testament? I need to know. And I started praying, talking to him. And he's like, you don't have the right perspective of me. I am not your mother. I am not your stepfather. I'm not your father either. I am the almighty king. I am the creator, your creator. And when he, when it, he said that I don't have that right perspective, I was like, okay, God, I don't have the correct perspective of you in the first place. So I think I heard you, but to be honest, I don't even have the correct perspective. So how can I claim or say that I heard you if I'm not seeing you the way that your word clearly points you out? So this is why it's important because this also impacts how we hear God. And it's so important because what if we think we hear God and we didn't hear God? So if we think we hear God, we have to match it up to his word. So, yeah, it's very important to do that. Um, and sometimes I think that when it comes to things where we think, okay, that sounds a little extreme, God, is that really you? Like, whoa, that's, I don't know if I could do something like that. If it seems pretty extreme out there, make sure that you have the correct view of who God is and study the scriptures. Um, submit to the Lord, submit to his Holy Spirit and ask him to give you the right perspective. Because also our thoughts can run our life. And Proverbs 4 23 through 27 says to be careful because our thoughts run our life. We have to be careful because the enemy could also sometimes, and it can even be ourselves too, where we confuse ourselves, we overthink, um, and we... How, how do I say it? Like, our thoughts run our life. So our thoughts about God completely impacts this and our thoughts about ourselves run our life our thoughts about other people same thing so our thoughts about who really god who god really is is it about your parents do you think that that god is like your earthly parents or do you think that god is like the god of the bible God wants and desires us to know the real him. He desires us to see him as our humble yet all-powerful creator. And sometimes I would think also that there isn't enough love in God to love me to completion. And what is that? That's a thought. That's a thought that was running my life. That's a thought that was running my relationship with God. And that was a thought that kept 
creating this wall this boundary where i wouldn't allow god to come and just love me to completion like i wouldn't allow him to completely love me because i thought there isn't enough love in god to love me completely like i feel so embarrassed of who i am i feel that my past is just too much that he couldn't be my redemption i thought that um that no matter where i go that people would just try to remind me of my past that the enemy just kept like throwing things of my past into my face and making me feel condemned making me feel ashamed making just like people throwing rocks and people have i've received messages and it's very hard to receive messages from people where they think they have an opinion on your life and they don't even know you they haven't even heard your story they haven't even heard what god took you out of and they think that they could just sit here and try to you know, try to talk to you about your life. And it's like, who are you? So even though that happened, the enemy still put those thoughts in my mind through those people at some points in my life. And those thoughts carried on to how I viewed God because I wasn't fully understanding who God really was because of having this deep-rooted like fear that god was gonna punish me and i was gonna experience wrath all the time and i couldn't understand also when like when i would try to dip my foot into the spiritual realm and i'm just like okay god i i'm trying like but every single time that i would try there would come so many attacks and i'm like this does not seem normal so a lot goes on with that and there's like so much more when it comes to like the spiritual realm too but the main point is like our thoughts really run our lives and our thoughts about god our perspective of him really really matters and i would think that i would be grounded or in trouble i would have this reaction of condemning myself begging for forgiveness too because i used to do that when i was in an abusive relationship i'd be on my knees like crying my eyes out begging for forgiveness asking for hugs i was like such a mess and yeah it's like like that's literally how it would be every single time i messed up and i would talk to god because i would feel like if i had to have like this perfection part of me like we're never going to be perfect we're we're always going to mess it up but the thing is like i have this tendency to like still today do this sometimes because like i'm still going through my healing so i still have that tendency to be like all right god i'm so sorry and i will say sorry like 50 times and he'll be like i already forgave you before you even said sorry and i'm just like god i just i need to say sorry like i will have a panic attack and I will freak out. And it's literally from the abuse and from having the incorrect perspective of who God is. Thinking that he's some sort of human and that he's abusive or angry so easy. But the the word of God says he's slow to get angry. He's compassionate. He's merciful. He's loving. And we need to we need to like believe that. So I have a hard time with like, I still have a hard time 
trying to get out of that mindset and knowing who God is. I'm still learning and I'll probably keep learning, but it truly matters what we think about God. How we view him will determine how grounded, how safe, how secure we will be within him. Um, there's this book that I haven't read yet and I want to read it. I don't know if it's on Amazon or anything, but the author that came to preach at my church wrote a book and um, it's called God's Not Like That and it's by Brian Clark. So it's a book that I really want to read and I already recommend reading it because it's literally telling you who God is not and who God is so that you could have a better perspective on who he is in your life and if you struggle with belief and especially if you've gone through abuse like i have it's gonna be hard to like get out of that but every single morning we get to renew our minds and experience the merciful god so i encourage you if this is you and even if it's not you i still encourage you to read it because Honestly, like there are probably parts of us that we don't even know that we're viewing God incorrectly about it. And um, when we view God correctly, we will hear him correctly. And we will also be able to compare his voice to the word of God and be able to say, yep, that was the Lord. That is exactly what he said. Um, We'll be able to compare that character to his words if we think we hear him. Um but yeah, I encourage you to purchase this book and read it with me. Um, I will update if I end up reading it and um, update my my process with that. But I'm tired of the condemned preaching spirits behind people trying to confuse me and make me feel like I can't even lift a finger without sinning. And like sometimes the enemy takes it to the extreme to give us that fear of God but like it's a very unhealthy fear of God to have so this is a lot if you're if you're somebody like me who needs to like get out of this mindset and learn who God really is um especially like if you've experienced a lot of anxiety and stuff like you you worry too much um but but I will be praying for you the listener and May God Almighty, the creator, help fix both of our perspectives, mine and yours, um, to have that healthy fear of him as well. And to to also fully just understand who he really is, who his character is and his word. Um, We are to love. We are to forgive. We are to correct and be corrected and have that healthy fear of the Lord. And it's hard when in this world people do nothing but point fingers and think they have the right to judge others. Like all it is is condemnation from the enemy and he wants us to feel that way because he doesn't want us to be free. He doesn't want us to know the love of God. He doesn't want us to be married to God. And that's because the enemy himself is miserable. He's lonely. He's evil um and why does he make us feel this way because he's the one that's going to be condemned and he already is if you read revelations who wins at the end god who's gonna try to make you feel condemned then the enemy duh so (laughs) so yeah 
Um, this is my message for you guys today. Um, I hope that you get a chance to sit and really ponder and just think, maybe write it in a journal or something. How do you view God? What is true about him and what isn't true? Um, I hope you get to read that book and let me know if you end up reading the book. I will probably do like a little, I think it's like a little uh, Q, what is it? Like a comment section or something in Spotify or something that you could do. I'll try to do that. Um, Otherwise, I wish I could hear back from you guys if you end up reading the book. (laughs) But if you don't, and if you have me on social media and you get to hear this, then let me know if you read the book and if you like it and um, if it impacts you. I hope that this message is nothing but a blessing. May the Lord be with you and help you and correct you. Um, Yeah. Bye for now.